Hi, Hi, Jessica. How you doing? Oh, very so, nice skateboard at the back. Yeah, thank you. So it's my <laughs> pandemic. It's my pandemic art. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, so, you did it yourself. Yeah, me and a couple of team members did. Uh, I oh. did. I did uh, the three middle ones, and they did the two uh, end ones. So oh, they're nice. like. Yeah, they're made of micro skateboards. <laughs> and you're very on brand since you have the 360 on your <laughs> cap. <laughs> well, I, we're learning from you, Jessica. Um, <laughs> so speaking of you, um, tell us about your amazing journey. You're a supermodel. You're an influencer. Um, you're about a platform is about sustainability, um, being eco-friendly. How did you get into this space? Uh, it started all in 2015. So I've been producing shows since 2011 uh, with my very first show in the series. Happened, it's also called Jay Autumn Fashion Show, which is the same with the upcoming one in New York. And it was on London South Bridge. So it was the first time that London South Bridge had something similar to uh, this, which is a fashion show. And uh, it was a challenge because they gave us a very limited amount of time to be able to uh, set everything up, literally within two hours. So we entered London South Bridge at 5 p.m. And at 7 p.m., I took the very first catwalk uh, on the runway of uh, South Bridge. So we literally talked to about, I don't know, 50 production companies in London. And finally, one of them, uh, I remember it was Penguin. They managed to um, come up with a plan to set everything up in two hours. So I think uh, my job has a lot to do with logistics and uh, sound and lighting and uh, technology instead of just fashion and beauty. And that's actually what I love about the job. Yeah, yeah. You do, you do it so well. I mean, wow. All your shows, you're on mountaintops. You're, you're going to be doing, you know, you did uh, runways on the, tar the tarmac. And now yeah. you're doing the Hudson River show in October. Yeah. So tell me, how did you yeah. come up with that concept? Oh, yeah. So I was um, talking about in 2011, I did the very first show on London's Tower Bridge. And then in 2015, I was introduced to sustainability and renewable energy because I uh, had a show at the solar power plant in Spain. Actually, um, initially, it wasn't supposed to be that show. I went and talked directly to the Minister of Defense of Spain because I wanted their aircraft carrier. You know how cool that is to do it on the live one, not an intrepid, you know? Uh, I want something real, something that will give people a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And uh, they said, you know, Jessica, it's a great idea. We're going to give you anything you want in Spain. But we really do need, you know, the aircraft carrier for, for the military. So um, I walked away with no venue and I was a little bit sad. But then, right, uh, I think about 10 minutes later, the um, head of uh, communications of the ministry sent me this photo of the amazing, breathtaking venue, which is the perfect circle with thousands of shining mirrors. It's a Joma solar power plant. And that I said yes immediately. I went directly to the solar power plant for the site visit and uh, was introduced to renewable energy then. And then started from that point, which is 2015. So it has been seven years um, from then. And I have been traveling around the world, learning about the latest technology. For example, I went to the Maldives and I worked with uh, Soneva in the Maldives where they had um, all the machines that transform waste into beautiful doorknobs and beautiful interior. It's called upcycling. And then uh, I also um, 
had an experience at the Sofitel in New York uh, here where they have the machine to convert all the food waste into water. And then um, I also went on a solar, wind and hydroelectric powered vessel in uh, Kota Kinabalu in Malaysia where, um, it, again, it's a very beautiful architectural wonder. But at the same time, it has a biogreen technology in which it transformed the uh, plastic waste into electricity and using the sales of this electricity you can um, hire more plastic waste collector to clean up the beach and make our environment more you know friendly and sustainable so and this upcoming show is very special because it's the first time that i collaborate with a um, New York government agency, which is a Hudson River Park Trust. And they have amazing initiatives around the river, um, like the Habitat Restoration uh, Program and Environmental Education Program um, to help the environment. And uh, that's why we, I think we share the same commitment to improving and highlighting um, the sustainability practices. That's why we collaborated uh, this time and I'm very excited about it. So um, Hudson River Park itself has a lot of programs and uh, we did the site visit recently on uh, Pier 34, which is where the runway is going to be. I cannot wait for you to see it in person this time. And then also the um, Pier 26, which is a sustainability pier. And, uh, I think um, there has been quite a number of events in Pier 26 before. However, it was before this new pier um, become like a um, sustainable pier. So this is, uh, they launched during the pandemic. So not many people have had a chance to experience um, this side of the pier. And Pier 34 is brand new. There hasn't been any big events happening there at all. So you know how I want to be the first. So it will be the first ever fashion show on there. And um, it really features the skyline of New York very well. So we're seating uh, VIPs on one side, overlooking directly um, towards the One World Trade Center, which is where I did my show in 2014. I think um, if anyone asks which show I like the most I in New York, I would have to say so far is the One World Trade Center fashion show just because it is a very meaningful symbol of New York. It's, you know, the... Uh, the new symbol of home and freedom of America and uh, the fact that we managed to be the first, not just fashion show, but event ever held six months before it was officially open to the public is something very meaningful and impactful. And uh, I was very honored to get a chance to work with those organizations, the management of the tower and make it happen. So um, the fact that this show, we are looking directly at it uh, while having the show, it's, uh, it's very exciting for me. Wow, that's like a full circle moment, a 360. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so cool. That's so cool. I'm so excited for you because I remember we one of your first emails five or six years ago, and I was like, who is Jessica? Yeah, who is you're like, this? You're like, you're everywhere. You're everywhere. And I was like, oh, my God. And it's like, you're such an inspiration to, like, young women, um, especially young Asian women. They're like, it's like, it's so cool to see. Yeah, diversity. And, <laughs> yeah, diversity and, and see that you guys are doing it big. Like to me, you're like becoming like, or you are on the same 
on the same trail as like a Tyra Banks or a Heidi Klum because you're doing all this this international media mogul, but you're doing it from a digital kind of space. It's like you know you yeah. have like you said before the you new have your generation. Own. Yeah, new generation. We should have a margarita together in person, definitely. <laughs> we will. We will soon. My favorite drink. <laughs> oh really? Mine too. Oh my god, <laughs> this is good. But yeah, so so- good. Right. So for you, like, it's so cool. Can you tell us about your educational background? Because I know you went to several colleges. Yeah, I am actually very proud of my education background. I think uh, some of my friends would say that you must be like the the person who loves their university the most. (laughs) And um, I did my uh, bachelor degree in IT. So I'm a coder um, in uh, Malaysia. Uh, uh, under Petronas, I'm a Petronas scholar. So Petronas is a um, multinational oil company in Malaysia, which is the owner of Petronas Twin Towers Skybridge. And I did the show on Petronas Twin Towers Skybridge. So at that time when I did that show, it was right after the London Tower Bridge fashion show. Um, and all the companies in Malaysia was very shocked that Petronas gave the Tower Bridge, uh, Skybridge to me because not even one chair is a to put on the bridge and I put 150 chairs and you know all the ministers all the um, ambassadors and you know influential leaders from different industries were there and I just think that they were just giving it to one of their own because I was a scholar um so it was like you know just uh within the family (laughs) but um I was um very lucky to be chosen um with a full scholarship from Petronas so I did my IT degree um, in Pechonas and uh, most recently I visit my university again um, in the new position as the um, board member of the International Advisory Council of Pechonas. So I was the only non-professor in the in the gang. <laughs> Everyone else is like the professor from Princeton, from Monash, you know, the, uh, the industry and I'm just this little girl among all the experts. So I was very honored and uh, we discussed about innovation and technology and things that um, that how obviously the oil and gas industry have been criticized a lot in terms of sustainability. So they're doing a lot of things like, you know, they have uh, liquefied natural gas um, ship uh, and tanks. So um, that helps. And um, I mean, they're doing a lot in the education space, such as the university that I study. Um, I'm a very proud uh, tech girl, and I have a lot of friends in the tech world uh, who work for like Google and Meta and Apple. And so we usually discuss with each other about, you know, what's changing in the digital world. And it's very exciting and also a lot to do with VR and AR these days and AI. So, yeah, I'm, I'm that kind of girl, actually. So most people don't really know that side of me, I guess. Right. Well, I, we we knew it's like we we get it when we saw you. We was like, oh, uh-uh. we were like, we we're like Jessica's a meta girl. She's in the metaverse. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, I, uh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. No, I was, and then um, so that was my bachelor degree, and then I did uh my master in marketing communications in the UK. Uh, that was when I started to um, you know, get my feet into Europe and uh. Uh, and I just stayed. So I lived in Paris for the past 10 years, actually. Um, and now I'm between Paris and New York because, you know, the two best cities in the world. <laughs> wow. So that's where you have all these accents from. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I was like, where's Jess from? That's awesome, Jess, for you to be in that space. And I love the fact you're having your margarita. I'm about to join you. I don't have any margarita mix over here, but I have some wine. But, um, See, so y'all suddenly, it's so windy today. I'm not sure why, what's why happening. It was so cold today. I was like, yeah, yesterday it was hot and suddenly today it was cold. I'm wearing a sweater. Right. I got a little dance sweater over here too. But no, it's so cool because like you're in this new space, like you said, because now people are like, you popped out of nowhere and you're like, no, I haven't. I've been studying this. I got a degree in this. And yeah. so it's like now you're in this space, you're in this space with all these tech people. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. He's like, yeah. How does that feel when you're in that space that's normally male dominated? particularly about white men. Uh, you're talking about the fashion show production, right? Or fashion show production, no, um, IT space and the IT tech space. space. Exactly. Like I, at the conference, at the forum, I there were only two women and everyone else were male. Um, I, I, I think very empowered because I represent um, the women who are uh, in love with technology and, and who are, you know, smart and resilient. So um, I think there are a lot of us. It's just obviously the it's not very proportionate uh, at the moment as um, for I think a lot of other industry where uh, it's male dominant but uh, we definitely have a voice and I think um, when we are in the minority our voice is actually a lot louder um, when we speak so I, I think that's that's not a problem at all yeah yeah it's, it's also louder because you're the only woman in the room <laughs> <laughs> they're, probably, they're probably like what she gotta say you it know. happened a lot Right, a little too much being in the marginalized communities of being, you know, people of color or, yeah, or female. Exactly. So it's, yeah, well, yeah in like, the minority in general, yeah. I've always been one of those in the right. minority. So now you're in this space and you're making all this noise in a positive uh, way, and you're shedding so much light on, like you said, sustainability, renewable energy, and also with the, with the DHL show, you're talking about small businesses using their platform to get their packages and their um and their tangible goods and services or items yeah. rather to, yeah, to, to their customers. The, yeah, there. I mean, there are lots of efforts in because when people talk about fashion, a lot of people think, oh, it's just sustainable uh, materials, but that's that's only a small part of it. There's a whole distribution because e-commerce is massive right now, especially during the pandemic, which is why, um, you know, delivery system uh, is, is very important. And I was promoting the sustainable, the globally sustainable delivery system, which is important as well. For example, they cut short the route of flight. These days, they use energy efficiency warehouses to store all these packages. And just the whole process and system is a lot more sustainable than before. So that is important uh, as well to the fashion industry and not just one side of it.